Hi, this is Funny Minds, and I am your host, Lindy. My host is Edward Bess. How are you? And this is our Marlena challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I accept. I accept the Marlene challenge because I am Marlene. <laughs> you are like oh my god you you hail from new orleans you're a valley girl you're all over the place you consider yourself top dog for for pink pool productions <laughs> but i think you're more than that you're part of uh, or you helped develop um sonic the hedgehog you're a gamer but every time i look on instagram marlene you're all over you i know not much. <laughs> I, I need to. So. I need something to build my time. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not. I'm not a good sleeper. I'm an insomniac, so got to do oh, something to fill God, up those I hours. <laughs> I feel for you. Are so, you an insomniac too? Uh yeah. You know, I was until I I started uh, taking some medication that helped. Because oh, I, I was, you know, one of those where my mind would race and, and, you know, I'm a musician like you, I'm creative. So I have so many ideas going on and you lay in bed and next thing you know, it's like your alarm's going off and you're like, oh, God, you get no rest. Um, yeah. So it's one of those situations, but I, I'm sure you're, you're right there with me in a sense. So we got a lot going on. You're working on so many things, a lot in animation and a lot of gaming, and I, you're always at somebody's premiere opening or, or in, I mean, like, so give me the lowdown. What you <laughs> well, I fooled well, I mean, you. You bought bad. into all the, you bought into all the hype that I'm selling. So thank you. <laughs> Thanks for making my, my post and, uh, and, and being being open-minded and accepting what I put out there. Yeah, I I have a lot of things going on, but I was just talking to somebody yesterday and we were saying, it's a cliche, but feast or famine. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, I feel like when the jobs come along, I, I must accept them because you never know when a dry spell will hit. And um, so truth be told, there was a bit of a dry spell earlier this year so i I, okay. I feel fortunate that that's turning around but um but if i don't have enough paying clients on my roster then i'll just do stuff for free and uh and and make projects for myself so a lot of the the journalism that i do is falls under that category i'll just mm -hmm. i'll write articles and i'll ask people if they if they want some content to publish and offer it and okay. hopefully get some takers and then, then everybody wins. Somebody gets a free piece of content for their website or publication. And then I get something to post about <laughs> on LinkedIn. Did, so it did, looks like um, I'm doing something. Did COVID uh, kind of change or alter what you did before? Did like, how did COVID affect you? See that. Well, did it, it affects die down your business a little bit, or maybe change you change courses and not not so much. Except uh, the main difference is that I didn't have a commute anymore, mm -hmm. and um, 
that gave me more hours in the day to get mm -hmm. stuff done. So everything that, stood, stood still for, yeah, that's cool. Cool. Yeah, that aspect of the business, um, the commute time, I, I recovered that. That I was, I, I had two major clients during most of COVID, and one of them had an office for a few minutes, <laughs> and then COVID <laughs> hit. <laughs> yeah, for a few minutes, and then they let the office go. So, um, so then there was no obligation for me to go in there. It was a nice office too. It was right across the street from the Capitol Records building in Hollywood. So I'm in yeah, Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so it was right right in the heart of Hollywood, really nice area um, with a lot going on. But when no one's showing up for, <laughs> for work, there's really no need for the office. Yeah. So about a yeah. month into COVID, the company let that office go and then we went to an all remote situation so it but it didn't really affect you professionally it just no thank goodness yeah remote i found uh i wouldn't i was still working at the time and um even though i retired they asked me to come back and i found working at home i worked more hours because i didn't have to commute i didn't have to worry about the traffic going or coming and I ended up working a lot more hours, you know, and of course not getting paid for it because you're on salaries. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But um, yes, that happens. Yes. It, because there are no boundaries either. Yeah. You don't have, you don't, you don't have those, the commuting, that buffer period between work and home and everything sort of blends together. Yeah. So I, I worked from home previously. Um, I worked for a Korean animation studio that was in Korea and I was right. basically the LA office. And so I did that for about five years. And then when that job ended, I had my own company for about a year and a half or so. And um, in some ways I liked it because of the I, I like not having the micromanagement and the interruptions. There are a lot of interruptions mm -hmm. when you're working in an office, but I didn't like crisis management all by myself because I would just spiral and I had no, mm -hmm. nobody to talk me down off the ledge until the Korean workday started at like five o'clock. Los Angeles time, that would be when people were going into the office oh. in Seoul. And so no, the, the, the wow. time difference is, is how much? Um, uh, what is that? Well, is it, like, it, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 a, that's a big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a very yeah. big difference. And that, is that, that where you uh, were involved with the Sonic the Hedgehog project? No, um, I so I've worked for a lot of international companies, and there are a ton of international companies that have a presence in Los Angeles. I don't know if mm -hmm. people are aware of that. People who live oh, outside no. of the city and outside of entertainment, but yeah. but most major entertainment companies, like let's say BBC, BBC mm -hmm. has offices here, um, right. and then. The, in Los Angeles, there are like consulates for all the countries. And I mean, it's a very international city, so yeah, it right. makes yeah. it makes sense. Um, so I've, I've been fortunate in that a big part of my career has been working with companies that um, have a headquarters 
overseas, but then they'll want a smaller presence or some, some kind of presence in Los Angeles. And I'm sure. part of a small team or by myself. So, um, so Sonic, um, that was part of my purview when I worked for Sega, which is a Japanese video game company right? that, that has offices here in Los Angeles. And so, so I've worked for a few Japanese companies. Um, in, in fact, I'm going to an event this, this afternoon. Um, it's, it's not, it's not really, it, it's work related, but it's mm -hmm. uh, an event being hosted by Dentsu, which is a big Japanese advertising agency. And they're doing an event for, um, what is it? They're calling it a Japanese cultural event. Um, to sell to celebrate the the end of um, Asian Pacific Heritage Month, but okay. It's, okay. it's it's to entertain their their clients and prospective clients and their employees and so forth. So I'm on a panel about anime, and um, oh, so I'm going fantastic. to that this afternoon, and and that's all because of my work. Actually, two of my former Sega coworkers will be on the panel with me, so. It's a small world, no matter how you look at yeah, it. Yeah, but that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but that's I mean, really to be with, with some cohorts and, and uh, like-minded uh, professionals and being part of something exciting like that. I mean, that's that's phenomenal. I mean, that's got to be a blast for you. And, and then you're, you're going to, like, talk about different projects and maybe they have projects coming up that maybe, you know, you, you could be involved in. So why exactly. not go to these? Yeah. Yeah. Networking is very important. It's oh. important for all professions, yeah. but in the entertainment business, it's 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 everything, one of especially key. in LA. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Regardless of whether you're in film, music, or whatever, it's all networking. I mean, all you have to do is meet one right person that could give you an opportunity um, of a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you get, how did you get started in all this? I was always interested in show business. I was just born this way. <laughs> and, <laughs> sadly, I was not born in Los Don't Angeles. Don't be ashamed of it. It's, um, <laughs> it's, it's we're kind of the same cloth. You know, it is what it is. I I was born in New Orleans, which when I was born and still to this day is not the capital of the entertainment business. There, there is entertainment and location shooting and so forth that right. goes on there. But, oh. um, but I really wanted to be in the place where it was, where the deals were being made and just, you know, the center of the whole universe. And right. so as soon as I was old enough to figure out that that was either New York or Los Angeles. I wanted to move mm. to either of those places. And <laughs> LA's um, warmer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. LA's warmer. And 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 actually I, I stayed in New Orleans um through college. So I went to Loyola University in New Orleans. Oh, okay. Um, I, I wanted to go to college. Great school. I wanted to go to a diff I wanted to go to UCLA, but my parents were like, oh, you're Oh, you're too young, and you're a girl, and you, oh, don't don't do that. So I listened, but then okay, right, I said, I'll go you to know college what? when I'm forty, Mom. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I said, 
I'm going to go to graduate school and that's, that's that I'm going somewhere, somewhere else. I'm get my life is going to get started. So, um, so I applied to a bunch of graduate schools, um, and NYU was one of them oh, and Yale. I, I was, so I was applying for, um, yeah. MF, MFA oh. programs in drama, right. in acting performance. So that was the original yeah. dream was performing. You only got Yale into Yale, a, that's it? That has yeah. a, a, a the, Yale has an excellent MFA drama program. Sadly, I did not get in. I didn't get into really? any of the school. So I didn't get into NYU. Really? Uh, so so I didn't go to NYU. I, I ended up going to um, San Diego State in the MFA musical theater program. That's good so school. That, yeah, that was a that was a good experience. Mm. Um, but yeah, had I gotten into NYU, maybe things would have turned out differently. I'd be coming well, at you, you from just had a, lot, a lot more student debt. That's about yeah. it. I mean, <laughs> no, don't true. get me wrong. NYU obviously is a phenomenal school, but San Diego State is also a phenomenal school. People don't realize that, right. but it is. And who gave you your first big break? Um, me. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Like, right. I've given me all my breaks. <laughs> You're the same. I love. I love it. Right. I love it. Yes. Well, I'm still waiting for my big, big break. I have not won an Oscar yet. I have not uh, had my life story made into a film or anything. So the big break. What the hell are we talking to her for that? Did you? I think you said she won an Oscar. (laughs) No, I'm joking. No, you won an award for for Sonic. You won some sort of an award, right? Yes, there there have been. Yes, I, I have won awards and I've won awards for projects that various employers have hired me to work on and so forth okay. but but not an oscar not well, you have to close. write a movie <laughs> you do. i know <laughs> write a book i know it a movie she's like i gotta do a lot of things thanks man <laughs> i know Jesus. i'm not done yet i'm not dead yet so i i i can work on those things is that is that on the docket um Yes, perhaps. Yes. It's hard. You know what? It's so it's hard for me to to have time to just work on pet projects. I used yeah. to do a lot yeah. more of it. And then I just it just got to be too much. And so um so my pet projects fall by the wayside. Uh, occasionally I will try to incorporate some passion of mine into what I'm doing at Mm-hmm. at work so that it's like you know i'm serving two two masters yeah. there um so so that's possible but but yeah as far as just like writing spec scripts and and um and auditioning just i, I don't lie it's, it's too much are you auditioning as to be an actor because i know you have a daughter who's an actress correct <laughs> a dog daughter yes i have oh, a dog, dog daughter, daughter. Who, who's oh an actor. Okay. yes she's right oh. here yes she's oh, my my furry child blanche yes and have? we have collaborated we did we did a short film based on her my um my two nieces uh when they were ages 10 and 7 we okay. did a film called blanche's bichon buzz and oh, um, no it way. was you all have a about bichon frise? 
She's oh. a Bichon Poodle mix. Oh, Bichon. Okay, okay. Okay. Is yes. he there? She's right here. Yeah, she's, so she, she's Is she there? She, What's her name? Yes. Blanche. Her name's Blanche, Blanche Dubois-Sharp is her name. Oh, my Ooh, God. Blanche Dubois. Is she yeah. huge or you can't pick her up? Oh, she well, she tips the scale at eight pounds. So she's oh, okay. So she's, she's like my King Charles. Of, <laughs> of <big> personality. <laughs> so do you really want to be an actress and, and win an Oscar as being an actress? Oh, yes. Or that was my original dream, and I never gave it up. I just detoured. And it, it, I, there was a period of time where I was sneaking away from my regular day jobs and auditioning and and mm -hmm. so forth and i had this whole like secret life and all these excuses that i would make up oh I need <laughs> therapy oh you know uh, there was a flood in my apartment you know variety of things but um but then as i started getting more responsibility behind the scenes working mm -hmm. in entertainment as a creative executive and right. producer and so forth, it became more and more difficult to do that. And then also a few times I had the experience of getting cast in some really cool projects that I couldn't do because my day job was so demanding and it I would have been risking my livelihood for right, right. a one day shoot or, mm -hmm. you know, something right. more that was riskier, a riskier bet. Trying so, to find um, that flexibility is very, very hard. Well, it's about, really how hard. About, how about getting away from the acting and more into like being a, winning an award as a producer or a director? Yeah, that's what, that, that's yeah. essentially what I did. You, yeah. Yeah, but exactly. you still always have that in you, like, no matter what. I mean, I could do a million things, but I'm still always going to want to get on and play guitar on stage. It's just one of those mm -hmm. things. You always, you're always going to have that. Or comedy, like, I still want to get on and do Like, it's always going to be there. It's not predominant. Like, you're not trying to own the world, but it's mm -hmm. always going to be there. You always, but you know yeah. so many people. I mean, when I look at you on LinkedIn... I'm like, oh my God, look at all these people that she's hobnobbing with. Oh my God, what a <laughs> wonderful life, you know? <laughs> well, yes, uh, yes and no. I, I guess I LA. know a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of wonderful people um, and th that is true, but I'll, I have so many links on LinkedIn. I don't know everybody so well. It, okay. It's, okay. It's, it's hard to keep up with them and although thank god that's the best thing about social media is that um when it's difficult to see people in person or right you know visit with them on the phone or something at least you can take a minute to just read their updates and you know comment on on their lives that way exactly. but yeah I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not close with all those people that i'm linked with on linkedin <laughs> but uh oh, I, God. I, it's I impossible me, but... to keep close with people these days i mean it, it, i know you know because you're in the business but um you know so many people so it's whole it, it's like you have a circle you know, you can't possibly the talk closest to of the time. closest that you talk to, like your girlfriends or certain people, family members. But outside that, it's so hard to keep up with all the people that you know. And then you start to feel bad. 
I, I know I, that's how I feel. Like I'm like, oh, I haven't talked to him in a year. What's yeah. wrong with me? <laughs> I have a lot of different people that you know um, on LinkedIn that keep asking me, you know, oh, accept my invite and stuff like that. And they're they're in TV, they're in entertainment, they're they're comedians. In fact, I, I'm having a couple of comedians that um, are on LinkedIn on our podcast and they've been doing a marvelous job. They really have. They're really good. You know, mm -hmm. now if I could get some, some um, athletes, that would be wonderful too. Oh yeah. You can do that. I know. You know what? Um, Patrick Mahomes is on there. And if I if I sent him his yeah. people, well, I'm one, a Chiefs fan. I'm a Chiefs fan. I can't tell you how many emails I've sent to his people on his his LinkedIn thing, asking, please come on the show, even if you do fifteen He's got minutes. Five hundred million dollars <laughs> worth of security. To I get know. Past. Well, <laughs> it sure. could happen. It could I happen. Keep trying. Yeah, keep trying. I keep am trying. Gonna keep trying. You know, because there will be I turnover. Pull that off. I, you were not. I'm not worthy. <laughs> I'm not worthy. <laughs> that no. and Ian Bag. Ian Bag is a comedian, and he said he would do the show. He said, "Oh yeah, I can make this happen." So he was. He was on something on LinkedIn. Uh, a few weeks ago, and I said, I said, Ian, it's your mother, and she's still waiting for you to come on the show and make her happy. <laughs> when is this going to happen? <laughs> so basically, my mother's stalking people. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's just, it's it's light stalking. It's not That's quite okay. like worth calling the cops on but it's it's close it's but that's okay because i'm sure you do it you know you're on there talking oh, to yeah. people talking them up talking about projects and you know do you need any help is there anything i can do and, you know i'm sure you're doing it too well mm -hmm. she's from new orleans and i must say I, I my wife and i went to new orleans a few months back and it was, oh. my first, it was the first time did, did you like it? Stayed right there in the thick of it. We were right on uh, uh, at the four points on uh, not du was it Duval or uh, don't ask me. I wasn't with you guys. <laughs> Dauphine, Dauphine Street. It, yeah, the main the main drag. Like and, around uh, Bourbon Street. Bourbon, Bourbon. The four points. And uh, we, I was, you know, and I lived in New York City, so I'm used to nuttiness. <laughs> but this was unlike anything else. <laughs> and, uh, but it was so entertaining. And the best, the best view you can have is from up above. Right, right. You, know, you yeah. go up to one of the bars or your room yeah. or whatever, and you look down and you watch it all go down. I'll tell you what, what a great city, but we had a, we had a fantastic time. The food was phenomenal and the music as a musician, killer. I mean, the, the whole hit, I mean, the vibe was just great. And, uh, and I got my wife drunk and made her sing karaoke. Oh, <laughs> so wow. That was cool. Everybody sure. wins. <laughs> but New Orleans was phenomenal. And when, when did you do the jump from uh, New Orleans out to L.A.? It was a long time ago. <laughs> it was when yeah. I went after I finished college. Mm -hmm. I there was like a summer, and then I started graduate school right away after okay. that. And then um, I 
pretty much been in Southern California ever since then. <clears throat> I lived in San Diego for for school, and then I lived in um, Orange County for a year, and then I moved up. You see, oh, Orange County. I love watching those houseways. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, where is it? Like the, the, you say Orange County and everybody immediately goes to the housewives, <laughs> you know, like that's the only thing it's known for now. <laughs> well, um, I can, I could see that They're, the housewives weren't on, uh, the, they weren't being televised when I was living there, but I could see that personality type mm -hmm. a lot. Right. <laughs> right. It makes sense, right? You're like, oh, that's not a job. Yeah. exactly exactly but it's a necessary evil um you know for for what you're doing and, and what you're involved in uh it has to be one of the majors i mean you have to be in la or new york city did you have anything to do with the um, the mario brothers movie the new one that just came out or no oh okay not, not Ma mario no not mario um, oh my god mario is wonderful i loved it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it yet, but I hear that it's really good. Yeah, I worked on um the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie that came out right. in twenty twenty. I worked he's on that. In it. Sonic is in it. Is in the Mario movie? Yeah. Oh, awesome! Is in, wait, is he in it or he's in the he's on uh, YouTube? She, she eats uh, medicinal chocolate. No, I'm. No, I'm sorry. So you got Sonic. There's a lot of stuff with Mario on um, on YouTube because they have the Mario races. So Sonic yes. is always in there. I'm sorry. Yeah, he was he was not in the movie, but he's with Mario in a lot of things on uh, yes. YouTube. Yeah. Yes, and and they've appeared together in a number of games like a Sonic and Mario at the Olympics. Yes, that's a yes. re recurring. Uh, theme I guess in the in the games and and all but yes um so what exactly do you do with that are you part of the creative process so in regards to dialogue the animation, animation yeah. everything yeah so um so what happened was when I was hired at Sega I was hired as a producer on the second season of Sonic Boom, which is a TV series. It's on Netflix now. Right. It started out on Cartoon Network. Um, but I came in for the second season. And um, and so it's a producer in the sense that the way that I was working is essentially a project manager. And I was hired on behalf of Sega as like a, a staff producer. So there were a number of producers on the project who were third parties who were mm -hmm. not Sega employees. So, so Sega's interests were not necessarily top of mind. Is, but it, is I, it hard to get along? <laughs> oh, yes. Creatively? <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> your, your, your laugh says it all. You're like, yeah. <laughs> yes. And it's not even, it's not even what, well, the 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 kids entertainment business especially the merchandise driven entertainment mm -hmm. kids business right. is a very specific and specifically cutthroat world because it all relies on product sales so if mm -hmm. video games and toys are not selling then 
everyone's job is in jeopardy. It's not yeah. about ah. like, cre it's not the the primary focus is not about creating beautiful visuals and, and meaningful dialogue and changing lives. I mean, it's great if those things happen. Right. Wonderful. Nobody wants to make a dud, but the whole thing is it's, it's a, it, the, the TV series and the movies are just thinly disguised commercials for the consumer products. So, yeah. so as the person who's the producer, who was Sega's advocate directly, like I had to be the bad cop and say, Hey, if we, we need to have five vehicles in this season, in season two, we need five vehicles because otherwise the toy company Tomy will be very upset and they're they're not gonna they're they're not gonna work as hard to get the toy line the exposure that it needs if they don't have five vehicles because right. their action mm -hmm. figures right. need to have I mean there's a whole that's a lot to juggle that, yes that's yeah a lot to juggle. So, so I would often have to be the point of contact between the various stakeholders the stakeholders being the toy company the game people because the sega games is divided right. up into different areas there's the mobile games and then there's the console games and there's the games mm -hmm. people in japan and and all that and then um and then the the licensing team the internal licensing team that works with the toy company but then takes the success of the toy company makes the property more appealing to other potential licensees like apparel and um accessories and themed entertainment and all kinds of mm -hmm. stuff so um it all needs to be working in concert and um all the stakeholders need to be happy or else there's a complete a breakdown of of the of the business of the business model. No, and you're so, right. Well, there's a big big financial investment in all this, and uh, right, and the yeah. bottom line is the money. The bottom line yeah. is always yeah, the yeah. money. Powers that be want to get paid and know what's going yeah. in the right direction. You know, you always have your staples like Mickey, Disney, anything Disney is always going to be a staple. You know, um. I'm trying to think of who else is always going to be a staple. You know, I mean that that that's one of them. Yeah, but like, the whole like Bluey, like Bluey right now. Bluey's starting to fall off. Who's so Bluey. It, well, it's it's a kid's thing. I have a five year old grandson, oh, so okay. you know I see all the toys and what's big, and you know older. Jurassic Park is big, and and um, Bluey was very big. Now he's starting to fall off. So you see on TV, you're not seeing as much of Bluey as you used to. So I can understand what you're saying where, you know, the bottom line is if they're not selling the merchandise, then this character is gonna start falling by the wayside. And so are the people that work on it. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously everything has to fall into place and, and work and, and you see progress. Um, I, did you watch uh, by chance or have heard about the uh, documentary? Because I love documentaries about Pez. I saw it. Yes. The Pez Outlaw. I love yes. it. That was a great was story. And cool. so relatable because the the kids toy the toy business is very much interconnected with the kids and family mm -hmm. uh, 
content on the screen yeah. for, you know, yeah. whether it's streaming or movies or TV series. And so mm -hmm. a lot of what he was saying was, it, it was very familiar, very relatable. And um, yeah, and, and I bet it was a, a wake up call for a lot of people who weren't familiar with the toy business and the toy candy business and, and things that happen overseas and how it affects right. like the international well, too, the legalities, the licensing and the, and the, mm -hmm. you know, how he got away with it uh, because they didn't register, you know, and, and uh, it was one of those, you know, I haven't seen one it. One of those documentaries yeah. I stumbled upon and we watched it and I was like, this was freaking, you know, cause you grow up as a kid. And you had Pez dispensers. You had Pez. Yeah. You love Pez. Yeah. You've seen all the different Pez's and they're still out there. And uh, right. it was so unique. And, um, you know, th that's just a crazy part of that business. But, you know, your your business as well is the same thing. I mean, it's just there's so many layers to it. They all have to work simpatico for everybody to be successful. And mm -hmm. uh, it, it, you're always on a, on a tightrope, you know. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> yes, yes. I hope you're not a nail biter. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, but there's still time. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Marlena, I know we started a little late and I know you have something that you have to go to. And so you completely- You keep calling her Marlena. It's Marlene. Marlene, I'm sorry. That's I'm okay. I'm sorry. This is looks, what happens when, she looks, But know, she looks like a Marlena to me. Again, medicinal Marlene. chocolate, Marlene. <laughs> <laughs> you have I'll answer to whatever special that you have to go to and I don't want to I don't really want to keep you that long and um I really appreciate that you made the time to come on and you fulfilled your challenge Marlene I did challenge. Challenge. <laughs> thank you and, and I apologize for those missteps earlier those missed okay. opportunities previously you're a busy lady you're very very busy hey, and, and we're, we're gonna fly least... out there and come say hi and we're gonna get, okay. well, I, get to, I get to see her on LinkedIn and the different things <laughs> I'm a maniac on LinkedIn you will see me Often. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, I yeah. In, uh, uh, San Ramon, outside of Walnut oh. Creek, outside of Frisco. Oh, Frisco. Frisco. Frisco, tent city now. <laughs> no, it was, no, I mean, it was, it was back in the 80s. Yeah. It was a long time ago, but... Uh, it was beautiful. But I, I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much. Yes. My pleasure. Thank you so much for the invitation. I've been dying to meet you. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy that we she, had the time. I, I thought you were a ghost, to be honest with you. She's <laughs> like, oh, I was just going, Marlene's coming in. Oh, Marlene. I'm, no, Marlene. Marlene's coming on. Marlene. <laughs> <laughs> we did it yay we can all pat ourselves yay. on the back right. we did, it, it was a <laughs> team effort all right well for all my audience out there i hope you had a really fun time listening to what marlene had to say and uh if you if you join linkedin or if you keep up with what she's doing you you're not going to be dissatisfied because she's mm -hmm. into so many different things and it's very enjoyable where can they really find marlene yes tell us well you can definitely find me on linkedin right and uh 
also um, my company website is pinkpoodleproductions.com. So you can message me through the website. Excellent. Yes. And, uh, and I love to do podcasts. So you'll, you could probably find me on another podcast sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you are good. And you were very good and very accommodating today. Absolutely. So, Thank you so, so much. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks. Thank you so much. Thank All right, you take for care. Being on. And uh, thank, I'd like to thank the audience. And if you go to our website, funnyminds.com, you're going to see our store. We have a lot of crazy things on there. And uh, also, there's two organizations that we're very involved in, and that's uh, Women's Breast Cancer and St. Jude's Children's Hospital. So there's a big purple button. And if you can donate, please do, because they do some wonderful things. And uh, like I said, all all my uh, giggle bits before I leave, be happy, be healthy, be wise, smile, and don't forget to laugh because laughter is the best medicine. And there we go. And Marlena, I am so thrilled. Marlena. Marlena. <laughs> always, uh, that's what I'm going to refer to you as. When I message you, I'm no, going to say Marlena. <laughs> that's okay. I'll answer to that. All right. Like the book. Now, Marlene, I'm I'm, I'm going to be serious now. Marlene, I'm really happy that you were able to be on with us. And you have a great time today. Enjoy yourself and uh, enjoy your weather. Thank you. You might see photos from today on LinkedIn very soon. Oh, you will. I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll share. Uh, Okay. Goodbye, Marlene. All right. Thank you. Take care. You too. Bye-bye.